this buyer met a real estate agent who was already, they already pre-approved. They then were pushed to this agent's partner lender who then gave them an estimate. And then when they went to shop one more time with someone else and do pay rates, the agent freaked out and told them, no, don't do that. Even though three days prior, she told them to do that. Welcome to season three of the Real Estate Replay. How we've made it this far without anyone in the industry telling us to stop talking, I have no idea. But this season is better than the other two because not only are we sharing buyer and seller experiences, but we're breaking down how all of these companies are making money off of you during the process. Learn what buyers and sellers did wrong, how they were misled by the industry, and how you can avoid all of these red flags to make the best decisions when buying or selling a home. All right, here we go. My real estate agent and the loan officer she recommended we go through both freaked out the second I mentioned we'd be shopping around for better rates. When I first spoke to her last week, we'd already been approved through a different loan company and she insisted we talk to someone she recommended because it wouldn't hurt our credit. Now that we're looking for even better rates, she's backtracking and saying a bunch of different stuff. I'm trying to figure out if she's boldface lying to us or trying to get us to stay within her bubble of people or if she's being honest. Here's the messages that she sent. So the buyer included screenshots of their text messages. So the first text message, and I have her name too. I looked her up. She's been around for seven years, so she knows. Uh she asked if they're first-time home buyers and then went on to tell them that she encourages them to shop around different companies because they have different programs and abilities and the, to beat the best rates, blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't hurt your credit to be pulled more than once. Fast forward three days later, and they send a different screenshot of these messages, this time with the agent and the lender that was referred to them to which the buyer sent the loan person estimates and said, hey, can you kind of price shop these and tell me if you can beat them? And then said, I was under the assumption that I could get a few of these during a 14-day period and it'll only count as one hard inquiry. The agent who three days prior told them to shop around says, no, actually none of that statement is true. I'll let the lender explain. But so far, what you've done will not hurt your score. Just don't do any more right now. Basically, this buyer met a real estate agent who was already, they already pre-approved. They then were pushed to this agent's partner lender who then gave them an estimate. And then when they went to shop one more time with someone else and do pay rates, the agent freaked out and told them, no, don't do that. Even though three days prior, she told them to do that. So it leads into a bigger situation of real estate agents and partner lenders. Uh, but first, I think it's important that we talk about rates in general and shopping for rates, which is why I have Shelly Prunkle on again, because she's my mortgage BFF and always gives it to me straight. So Shelly, thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. All right. So I want to talk about this window of shopping rates because they got within one week, they got pre-approved. They met with another lender. And then three days after that, her, their agent freaked out because they were going to meet with another lender. So that would have been three three pools, three interviews with lenders. What is this window timeframe where we could shop for rates where it's not going to mess up our credit? So CFPB states that it's 45 days from your initial hard inquiry. Now, Wait, what's the difference between a hard and a soft? 
when you do a soft pull, it's not necessarily as accurate. Usually we're only pulling one or two. Um, I personally utilize a soft pull company to where I don't even necessarily need your social security number in order to do a soft pull because I have some people that are afraid to give out their social security number. And I get that. I understand that. They just want to find out where they're at. Okay. But, so then a yeah. hard pull is the the deep down pull your credit, use your SSN. Yeah. Gotcha. Details, every nitty gritty, every collections account, who collections account is, um, every job you've ever had, every place you've ever lived, every everything. All right. And so then we have from that first hard pull, we have 45 days, correct? Correct. But I always tell everybody 30. And the reason why I tell them 30 is because people's lives are busy. So you may have thought that you pulled within that 45 days. And if I tell you 45 days, if you're at your 50th day, then you're outside that time frame. If I tell you 30, you're more likely to get all your shopping done quickly. So I love, we've talked about this before. So when we are shopping for rates, what are some things that you should be comparing if you're looking at things side by side? Everything. Like lender A and lender B. What do, what should we be looking at for differences? Everything. Now, the first thing <laughs> is that, because it, it, there's so many different ways to play around with things and there's so many different thought processes on what to do. So every lender is required to give you a loan estimate before you get your actual application. Um, I send out quotes and I send out my quotes actually in threes where it's you're getting lender credit, your par rate, and if you pay points and how the rate changes and how the monthly payment changes and how the cash flow close changes because all that makes a difference. But if you're talking to me and I overestimate your title fees and I overestimate your escrow because that's just what I do by nature because nobody ever gets mad when it goes lower. And then you're talking to lender B who leaves most of that stuff out so it looks better. It's it's kind of hard to compare. So if you ask everybody for the LE or the loan estimate, you can see what line by line, what they're adding in, what they're not adding in, where they might be missing because all that changes your monthly payment and your cash to close. We can make an interest rate look pretty in a number of different ways. Let's face it, most people's concerns are how much cash do I need to bring to close and what's my monthly payment? Those are your two big things. And I know you mentioned sometimes they aren't really spot on on taxes or underestimate taxes sometimes to make monthly payments look better. The other one is points, which should be explained to you, but I've come across a couple of buyers that saw the rate didn't really deep dive into page two and realize that that rate is going to cost them like 5,000 some dollars, 5,000 some dollars uh, to buy that breakdown, to buy with points. And that's the biggest thing is because it's not like when you go to buy a car and you're looking at the interest rate and how it affects your monthly payment. That's what, 84 months at max, usually 60 months is what most people do. We're talking about 360 months worth of payments generally that you're looking at. And the rate is one component of your overall thing. And it depends upon you. But for me, I don't think unless you're buying over a $500,000 house, you should even be considering buying points. A buy down rate okay. than actually buying points. Okay, explain the difference. So when you buy down points, it's going to cost you 1% of the entire loan amount to get generally about an eighth of a point reduction in interest rate. That's a huge difference. One point on a $100,000 mortgage will take you about 66 months before you break even. 
When you okay. do a temporary buy down, which everybody's talking about, and there's multiple different ones, you're number one, generally the seller's paying that with seller concessions. But number two, you're paying a significantly lower amount to reduce your interest rate by up to three percentage points for the first year. Then it drops to two percentage points the second year and then one percentage point. You still have to qualify off the, the, the rate if, as if it wasn't a buy down, but you get a bigger bang for your buck that way. I want to talk about the CFPB warning about the online rate shopping for mortgages, which came out in what, February, correct? As I feel like that applies very much to people that are currently rate shopping. Their warning was to verify that the website that you're going to is not a lead generation website, that it's actually somebody who's pulling the the basic data. And unfortunately, there really is not. Bank rate, their lead generation. Um, Lending tree um, is painful if you try to go through them. Oh my God. Can I tell you, I did an offshoot of lending tree from a business standpoint. Um, I should know better. I should know better. And I, I did it. And this was in November. No matter how many times I have said, please don't call me. I still, but this is now May. I still get phone calls from people. So we're talking November, December, January, February, March, April, May, saying no every single month, blocking phone numbers, blocking emails, and they still call me. So So, it's insane. I don't don't understand how that's even a model that like, uh, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're fine. The irony is, is that your information, if you put in your social was actually only sent to about five different companies. All of that is from five. And out of those five, Probably three of them are on auto dialers and they'll call you seven times in an hour. I grew up on lending tree leads. They're, they're, they're not good for either side of anything. Um, But the thing of it is people don't know where to go to shop. They don't know how to go to shop. They don't know the difference between a loan officer at the local Wells Fargo versus somebody like me who works for a brokerage versus, you know, a smaller because they don't know, they just don't know where to go. And they don't really want to talk, speak to anybody. That's the other hard part. They mm-hmm. just give me the information. So on these lead generation sites where they're comparing interest rates, they're seeing the big interest rate. They're missing the small APR at the bottom and the quantifier of, oh, we're expecting you to put down 30%. Oh, we're expecting mm-hmm. you to have a 750 credit score. And what the big print giveth, the small print taketh away. Right. <laughs> That's a very good way to phrase that. Yeah. Who was it I saw the other day? Um, I think I did a video about it. If someone had this great rate and then you scroll all the way down and it's like, you have to have excellent credit score. You have to have over 20% down. And I'm like, who does that apply to? You know, I I mean, not everyone's putting 20% down for sure. And from a credit score standpoint, like that's not going to apply to a lot of people either. So it's kind of like a bait and switch. Speaking of marketplaces, I don't know if you saw the video I made. Someone had sent me a question about a company called It's Home, like IT apostrophe S home and who runs it? What is it? And I was like, okay. So I went on and like my first red flag is that the website was like mortgages.something.itshome.com. And I'm like, okay, if you were like an actual business, you would likely have like one generic name website, right? Not all these dot, dot, dots. So then the second part was when I looked at the disclaimer, and it said, um, it's home, gives you a variety of rates, but our most popular rate 
is from Rocket Mortgage. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Like if you're shopping rates, why are you consistently pushing Rocket Mortgage? So then I go one more disclaimer down and it literally says that its home is owned by Rocket Mortgage. And so this company has a whole TikTok channel that doesn't even talk about mortgage stuff. That was my other red flag. It's all like just social media fluff. I'm like, if you're a mortgage company, why aren't you talking about rates? So that bothers me because they try to present themselves as an independent platform. And this, I think this is what the CFPB is talking about, right? You're baiting you in because there's nowhere on the website it tells you they're related to Rocket Homes. Uh, they tell you that they'll shop for rates, but only in the disclaimers does it tell you like majority of the rates are Rocket Homes. I'm sorry, Rocket Mortgage. Uh, and then below that, they're owned by Rocket Mortgage. So I think that's a big part of this, not understanding where you're shopping from, because these big companies are now making offshoot subsidiaries to look independent, but they're really funneled and funded by the big company. And I know how much you love Rocket Mortgage. So I, I was just going to say, disclaimer, I am not a fan yeah. of Rocket Mortgage, and it's not the people at Rocket Mortgage. It's the layers of everything, because the person who's taking your application is generally somebody who's newly licensed, who just knows how to take the application. Then there's somebody else who comes and collects the documentation. That's all they do. And then there's another layer. And then there's another layer. And there's and then because there's so many different layers and there's so many different people looking at your documents, so much gets missed, but they do a fantastic job of advertising. They're a great servicer. And, you know, they just need to fix some of those things. Now, part of that disclaimer also is, you know, as being part of Nexa Mortgage, Nexa Mortgage and Rocket parted ways quite a few years ago. And Rocket Mortgage tried to poach our loan officers, which turned oh. into a huge thing. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And and oh, yeah, the yeah, gossip. It's, it's, it's a big, I mean, literally sent out emails to every loan officer with their Nexa email trying to get them to onboard with Rocket Mortgage. And the reason why we these is because they are not friendly to the broker channel, to the wholesale side. They were trying to poach clients from the wholesale side, even though their rates and their fees and everything else were high. It was just a big, ugly mess. What were you saying about their data too? Their layers of data and advertising when you so, get them information? you want a marketing firm. That's what Rocket should do is actually set off an offshoot of marketing because their marketing is phenomenal, but they track everything that you do. No matter where you go in, in the Rocket universe, as soon as they get a hold of your, your information, they're tracking you for everything that you're going to because of all their other offshoots. And if you get a mortgage through them, and again, they have a fantastic servicing. Every client loves it. You know, it's very easy to go through going through their loan process. If you don't have a vanilla file, you're not closing with Rocket. If you have the slightest bit of a hiccup, you're not closing with Rocket. But they are very good at tracking anybody who goes to their websites. They will track you across everything and know everywhere that you're going. It sounds like they track you better than they track your loan process, it feels like. <laughs> yes. <and> I think, <laughs> in my opinion. I think they do the multiple layers so that they have more safeties in place, but the client is the one who suffers because they don't have the same loan officer. And then realtors can't get a hold of anybody and they can't get answers to things. And that's where it hurts the consumer to have that many layers. Right. All right. Let's go back to, because I don't want them to sue me. Um, so we're going to get a letter. Uh, let's go back to partner lenders because that's how this all started, right? The buyer had a pre-approval. Uh, was encouraged to shop around with a partner lender. But the minute they shopped past the partner lender, the agent told them, oh, no, no, don't do that. 
So I want to talk about the relationship between real estate agents and partner lenders because RESPA tells you that there cannot be money exchanged for leads, right? Like no real estate agent can give you 50 bucks for giving them a lead. Actually, it's not even that. It's we cannot accept anything of value. You, if you were one of my my partner realtors, you cannot give me a pen. I had a, um, a friend of mine who got very mad at me because he wanted to take me out to lunch. We were friends long before I became a loan officer. And I literally went to the bar and ordered my food. So there was no chance that anybody, because he got so mad at me, he's like, I wanted to take you to dinner. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. We've done I, don't, I, I don't want to lose my license. Yeah. <laughs> it's anything ah. of value. Right. But there's a loophole, right? So partner lenders or vice versa. Yeah. Partner lenders can pay for real estate agents advertising, which seems to be co-branded. Co-branding. Correct. Let's say you're doing $5,000 worth of mailers. If I pay 2,500 of it, you pay 2,500 of it, and we're both on it, then it's co-branding. It's not me paying for their advertising. Okay. Well, how do they play for their Zillow ads? Because I know some do. Because it's co-branding. Again, as long as there's co-branding and you can show that they paid their half and you paid your half, that's how they can get, get away with that. Right. And so that's essentially, in in this situation, I'm assuming there's some co-branding paid ads and partnerships going on because this person didn't want their buyer to go past their partner lender, even though they were in that window frame uh, and had every right to shop around. You and I were speaking and I said, I wonder if it's a new realtor because most of my realtor partners, they have three lenders that they utilize. And whenever they go to say, hey, these are my preferred lenders, they'll send out at least all three, which makes sure that they're not steering anybody, which is fabulous. Um, Hmm. And it gives the client an array of options, but it also lets the realtor work with somebody they understand how they work with. Because not every LO has access to the same things. Not every LO is very good at their job. And there's a lot of loan officers who don't do what they're supposed to do ahead of time, which makes the whole process a nightmare. So if you're a realtor who's gotten into nightmare situations, they might push a little bit more heavily on their preferred lenders, but they should always have more than one. You need more than one. Right. I think that's the problem. This was only one. And then they, they weren't allowed to go past one. And that's like the red flag right there. So if someone's pushing you to talk about or I'm sorry, to interview with one specific person and discourage you from moving past anyone else, which is funny not to go back to Rocket Homes um, and Rocket Mortgage. So Rocket Homes is like the offshoot of Rocket Mortgage in which they connect you with an agent and Rocket Homes gets this nice hefty referral fee. It's literally in their contract that the Rocket Homes agent you're partnered with is not allowed to steer you away from your mortgage with Rocket. Like you're not allowed to discourage them or encourage them to use somebody else, uh, which I don't understand how that's even possible or legal, but here we are again. I don't know. It gets better. Rocket did a huge campaign for um, Relos, which is a real estate agent who gets their loan officer license so that they can get a kickback because Mm -hmm. it's a referral fee. And don't get me wrong, my company does it as well. We have a huge contract of do's and don'ts. And the way that it works is, you know, I'm your loan officer assistant and you're the one that's actually getting paid on it. I'm the one that's actually doing the work on it. That That's how that changes out. But we make sure people, you know, know enough to know what it is that we're doing and how it's going through versus Rocket was doing a big push on if you're a real estate agent, 
we'll get you your LO license so that you can get a referral fee on the mortgage itself. That's been going on for, I want to say since 2018, 2019. So your real estate agent could essentially also make money off of your rocket loan, essentially. Okay. Damn it. I didn't know. I'm always learning something new here. There's everyone's making money everywhere. It drives me crazy. All right. I am going to keep bouncing rocket. (laughs) That's why I said they're not the only ones who don't do it. We have a program like that as well, but we take it a step further. It's not just that you get licensed. We walk you through how the loan process itself works and make sure the basics up front, not the nitty gritty on the back end, because y'all got your own things to do. But, you know, as of a couple months ago, if you're a realtor, and a loan officer, you can now do every loan on both parts. You just have to do a disclosure to the buyer to let them know that you're the loan officer as well as the realtor. Oh, all right. Uh, I will say so that um, I forgot to look her up, but this real estate agent I follow on TikTok, I love her. She's a broker in California. And she was saying that despite RESPA, she still sees loan officers and real estate agents exchanging gift cards, uh, Visa gift cards. What was the other one? Uh, any non-trackable way to show this exchange. Um, she said, not that it happens often, it's not legal, uh, but she does see it. And so I think the, the biggest takeaway, you know, looking at this buyer is if someone is pushing you to one and only one lender and makes you feel like you should only be working with that lender, that's probably your biggest red flag, correct? Absolutely. And I would also start looking at other realtors because that's Correct. in your best interest. Correct. 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 All right. Awesome. Ah, I always learn something new when I talk to you about mortgages. So thank you for sharing your input. No problem. Have a story or a question you want to share? Hit us up at the realestate replay.com.